eight, the Trey Flowers and Mike Ditko log is on the Eagles. Shout out Tucker for finding that information. Uh, episode. Today is Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. And boys, how are we? Um, Everyone sounds real good. Everyone sounds really, really good, really energetic. So let's get into it. Um, winners and losers. I wrote down a lot this week. Um, so right off the, the rip, the Cowboys, big win, though. Maybe not so bad after all. Crush the Falcons. Um, that's true. But I also said the Chiefs aren't making the playoffs. They also won big. They kind of look good again. OBJ did not sign with the Patriots, so that's another L for me, your boy. Uh, Tucker, you were right about the Chiefs rounding in the form, possibly, so tentative W there. Um, Cam, some major upsets already in NCAA men's basketball, so that's an L to you. And the Ravens lost to Miami, and last week a lot of us were saying, hey, the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. Maybe not. So that's what I had for winners and losers. Does anybody have anything to add on top of those? No. So take of the week. Good job, buddy. Take of the week. We do not have a definitive winner, but we do have a definitive loser, and that's going to be Tucker. Uh, Tucker, you are this week's loser. Think about your punishment. Whatever you'd like to do. Um, maybe get. Maybe I'm do that. So- huh? I'm thinking about it. I have no chance of getting winning the points. I might just lose points at this point. Yeah, but you don't want to put out content for our, our good audience. You know what? Maybe I'll think about it. You're right. Maybe, You're right. maybe do this. Saltine Challenge is an easy one to set up, man. You should have done that one. but <laughs> I just forgot. I just straight up forgot. Um, we have a three-way tie between a three-way tie between myself, Cam, and Dylan. Um, so I have the dice. Can everybody see the dice if I do it right here? No. No. What's going on? Tilt your screen. Yeah, I see a uh, party. I see your hand jiggling in the it. Top right, in the top right, you can change the, the thing. What are we doing? For, we're doing dice? We're doing dice. we got a three-way tie. Top right, we can see the thing. What if I just do this? And then I'll close my eyes and turn away. You guys can tell me what it is, all right? Who's the number? Who's who? Let's figure that out right now. Relax. Calm down. <laughs> Uh, right, what if we just Cam, go A, B, C? Cam? A, one, two, B, two, and or three, four, Cam, C. just pick pick your numbers. You're first. You're lowest on the totem pole. Pick your numbers. I'm not lowest. You are. Oh, besides Tucker. Yes. Um, Tucker's on the running for this. I'm going, I'm going five and six this time. It was six last time. I think it's going to be six again. All right, I'll go one and two. Dylan, you got three and four. All right, here we go. I'm shaking it. I'm not looking. What's that number? I can't see it. I think it's a one. It's a one. It's a one. I'm out. Okay. Uh, Cam, what number do you want? One or two? Wait, wait. What? I'm out. I am out of the running. It's between Dylan and Cam now. I don't want me to win. Does that mean I win? I don't remember how I did it. No, no, it does mean not. I win. You, you definitely lose. Are you kidding me? Of course you lose. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're scamming this based on... No, you're right, Tucker. For 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 the loser, I took the loser out if they got it right. 
So it's I being like heads or tails. Oh, you big heads. Ha-ha, yeah, you Tucker's right. Actually, I'm on to the finals. <laughs> I'm on to the finals. Wait, do I just I just win then, right? Oh, I just win. Okay, sweet. Everything was above board there. What? I could not see the dice. I'm, I trust that Dylan did see it, but where where were you seeing dice? It looked like a It was a what? Trey, Trey held it up and was pinching it and showing a one to the camera while his head was like facing his window. Yes, exactly. It was, it was legit. It's just he it just finds a way to make it look legit. I got some bad news for you guys. I uh. I'm tied for first now. It's three straight points for me. Braille. And Trey's won 12 straight 50-50s, which is actually an <laughs> I've won three straight. I've won, no, I've won two straight 50-50s. One 1,000th of a percent chance that Trey could win every single 50-50, but yet he's done it. So. Tucker, if you just kept your mouth shut, I would have taken myself out and went to the finals. I forgot how to how to do it. That ruins the narrative. <laughs> no. I'm for it. All right. So I'm tied with 14 with Dylan. Cam, you're slipping behind, dude. You're a nine. Tucker, you're a four. <laughs> Oof. I feel, I feel, I can't believe how lucky I've been getting. I've honestly, I, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, I know. It's crazy how lucky it's been, huh? Yeah. All, uh, no predetermined outcomes, huh? <laughs> so. I wonder, how, I wonder how hard it is to just feel how many dots are on your side. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. No, one. Do you guys want to move to Boston and do this full time so we can have above board poll decisions or what? Because I'm trying my best here. I did the I mean, wheel I think generator. It wouldn't be that hard to just show the camera and roll a dice. I try. I literally we went like. Have to move to a third party location. I like think a third do location. Not, do you not have a table that's larger than your laptop? Is no, I don't. I my PS5, my TV on it, my phone charger. I have a million things on this table. I have a very <laughs> small room. <laughs> okay, dude. I'm going to take a picture of it and you can tell me how much space I have and I'll send it to you. Tucker should have just been the one to do it. Yeah, why didn't I just roll the die? Okay, Tucker, where's your die? Do you have a die on you, Tucker? I kind of figured it out. Pick a name out of the hat. I wanted to do uh, the 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 reel online for a bit, and the one time I did it, everyone hated it. So wait, wait, why are you looking at a table? Why is our screen like a table view? Huh? Oh, I don't know why I'm looking at that. I don't know who set that up. <laughs> All right, let's move on. What? Let's do together mode. Oh, I'm in there. How do I do? I'm in together mode. Where am I? Um, okay. Why am I not showing up? Oh, there's two. There he is. How did you get in, Cam? <laughs> How did he do it? I can't hear him. I Turn can't. Turn my camera on. I'm not, why am I not in together mode? Can I not see We are off the rails early here in episode 98. <laughs> I'm going back to grid view. I can't handle it. Um, okay, so... Ways to takes. I have a ways to take. Who else has a ways to take? Does anybody want to go first? I have a ways to take. Does anyone want to I go also first? Have one. I do because I don't want somebody to take it. Go ahead. I want to go first. All right, let's. You flip. also. Want to go first? I'll go second. Let's flip a coin. Okay. 
I was going to say we could flip a coin. <laughs> All right, I'm turning my camera off here. Um, so hopefully my audio is good. My waste take is very simple. It's a predictable take. When big news happens, I usually take advantage and make a take out of it. Our good friend, a homebody, Cam Newton, is back on the Panthers. And he played, scored on both of his first run and his first pass. And he's looking like he's going to be the starter this week. And I think that's going to reign true. I think he's going to start. I think he's going to play the rest of the season. I think he's going to lead the Panthers to the playoffs. Now, you could say this isn't a wasted take because they're technically supposed to be in the playoffs right now. Soft. Um, okay. Soft. Just wait. So he's going to lead the playoffs. And because they are projected to make the playoffs right now, which going forward, looking at their schedule, they still have Bucks, Saints, and whoever else. They're not actually good. They're probably upwards. But I will go ahead and say that the Panthers will win a playoff game so that I will not, with Cam Newton, Cam Newton's going to win a playoff game this year um, so that my take does not come off as soft. They have it. All right. Um, so seeing how Cam Newton scored t- two touchdowns the other day, I'm, I'm, I was happy that he got picked up. I was because he, I really didn't hate him as a person in New England. I thought he bought into the program. You know, he, he worked, he worked hard. I never thought it was a lack of hard work or, or want his, I just hate him as a player because he is washed. And I still believe that he did score two touchdowns. I was happy for him. Um, would have been fine with him. You know, there was rumors of him staying on the team with Mac and running kind of a two quarterback system of him, you know, him on those running plays. I don't think it would, it would work out here, but, um, he's not going to do anything other than that. He is washed. I watched him play for a year. I know Tucker said COVID knocked him off course. Maybe that's true a little bit, but like I said, when we brought up before that charger or the, uh, Raiders game, Week three, he was terrible. He was just as bad as he was the rest of the season. He put the ball on the ground. They needed it, needed him not to. He was just awful. I don't think he's good. I think he's washed off. He's a cool guy, great all-time player, you know, for the Panthers. But he's done. Uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to lose a lot of these games going down the road. And uh, he's he's certainly not going to, even if they do sneak in, he's certainly not going to do anything. Uh, in the playoffs, I would rather rather actually probably have Sam Darnold at the helm because I've seen him throw the ball and he cannot do it. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Into a Super Bowl. Yeah, he had, he was a he was great. He was great. You know what? I wouldn't want Joe Montana on my team right now. You know, was a great player, probably not anymore. You just sometimes apples you, and oranges. <laughs> how? <laughs> Some, you just lose it sometimes. Joe Montana seventy. <laughs> All right, I wouldn't want. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I wouldn't want Tom Brady on my team right now. I'd want him right now. If I could sit Mac Jones and then bring in Tom Brady for a year, yeah, I would do that. No, thanks. All right. Well, no, I don't believe you, Cam. I don't think that's going to happen. Tucker? Uh, No. Uh, Anyone that's watched Cam Newton uh, will agree. No. Congrats on running for a one-yard touchdown and passing for a one-yard touchdown. Actually, super cool moment. Like, I'm not going to lay it down, but I also think he's the third-best quarterback on that team. I think P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold are both better than me. P.J.? So, uh, yeah, I just – no. 
Uh, I'd like to. I will counter take it just now. After I um, thought about it and how I'm low on points, and you guys are winning off soft takes, like Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs this year. That's the softest take as it gets. I mean, so I tied. Whatever. First of all, they won, so they won convincingly. Yeah, whatever. So it's really not that soft. So it's just a bad. Sorry, it's not soft, Trey. It's just bad. Oh yeah, because no other bad takes have ever won points in our pool. Nope. All right, Panthers make the playoffs. Cam Newton leads them to the playoffs. Not saying that we'll win a game. Okay, Cam Newton leads them to the playoffs. Still no. Uh, Dylan, Cameron Newton, is he back? Uh, well, he is back because he's playing. I wouldn't call him. Uh, wouldn't call by any means. Wouldn't call him back. Um, so, the Panthers were five and four without him. That means that they have, if my maths are correct, that would be eight more eight games with him, assuming he plays every game. Um, they probably they went they're one and zero now, which means they have to win probably four more out of seven to have a good chance. Um, which is good, which is tough because of their schedule. I would say this is the realm of wasted because odds are are no. So I like the cam take or the, the take cam. So yeah, the cam uh, take also works. I have a cam I, take. I, I would uh, I uh, I wouldn't call this a soft take. Um, I like it. Um, but I don't think it's gonna happen. So I'm gonna disagree. But I like the take. Okay. Um, Take him with you. Dillboy, you're up. Yeah, so I got a way to take for you. Uh, Rams lost this week, this past week. Um, now, the Rams are kicking themselves in the foot, I think. Is that how you say it? Um Shooting themselves, shoot, shoot, shoot. Shooting, shooting themselves in the foot. Sorry, it's been a long few days at work, and I, I'm struggling. So they're shooting themselves in the foot by adding Vaughn Miller and Odell, and I'll explain why. The Rams coming into this season were, before Stafford, were touted as being uh, <clears throat> second better than half the league team, probably top 10 you could comfortably say yes 10 out of 10 people they'll say yeah Rams are top 10 so they bring in Stafford Stafford as an individual has immense underdog mentality coming into the season um, which is great I mean you can perform like crazy good when you have underdog mentality as a player and you're, you're that type of player, which, which I think Stafford is, that can thrive under that. Um, so that heightens the team even more to be, like, to place them better than a 10, right? That probably bumps them up to, like, a top five te- team in the league, right? And we've seen that in the first five, six, seven games. They were playing crazy good, right? Now, by adding... Uh, Von Miller and Odell, I think that that hurts Stafford's underdog mentality and ultimately brings the team farther down the rankings 
um, even with the additions of better players. So um, I think overall they're shooting themselves in the foot, and these additions are going to make them a worse team because of it. So I'll jump in here because I liked the I liked where it was going initially, but not for the same reasons. So I'm a huge proponent. Proponent? Proponent. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Go ahead. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you were right in saying that the Rams started off the season just as one of the best teams in the league every week. Top 10 for sure. At times, top five. Um, And... Von Miller was was added to the roster before they lost to Tennessee last week, right? Yes. I don't think he played, though. No, I don't think he did either. And I'm not saying that there's no direct cause to them losing because of that, but... I'm not saying that either. Yeah. I don't think it's so much of the underdog mentality with Matt Stafford. I think he was playing well just the way it was. But I don't like the idea of just, like, keep adding guys when it's been working with what you had, especially the Odell one. I don't get that at all. I guess Robert Woods is is out, but I I don't know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So not a big fan of those pickups. Yeah, so um, I don't know much about the underdog mentality. I think they see themselves as a, as a good team. I don't know if they see themselves as slept on. Maybe they do. Um, I do think the Von Miller pickups going to help. Like, I think that's a good thing to have. Von Miller's a generational rusher. It was a good deal for both sides. <clears throat> obviously, they're going all out. I don't love their managing of their draft picks. I think it's going to come back to bite them, obviously, not having any first-round picks for the next five years. Um, so I, this team is just going to be the mercenary team where they're just going to sign free agents to fill all their holes. And as we've seen in the past, it doesn't always work. The Odell th- signing Dell, I do agree. I think that's going to end up hurting them. Just because he's such a volatile character. It's part of the reason I was not super keen on him coming. Yes, I did want him. I won't walk that back. But it's one of the reasons I wasn't too sad when he signed somewhere else. Um, I think it is a big deal that Robert Woods went down. And now they have Odell there. So I think that's that's a big help. But I still think that, you know, I mean, the first pass they threw to him, it was like an overthrow. The second pass they threw to him was an overthrow right to the defender in the game the other night. And um, I think it's just going to, you know, he's, I don't know if he's going to give it time to develop. I hope he does because it seems ridiculous that he would already get angry. But I think that the Von Miller signing will help them. I think the Odell signing will hurt them. I don't, I don't know if they view themselves as underdogs though. I mean, they, like Cam said, they were winning and I do agree Cam with a little bit of the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Um, So I don't know, Dallas. It's, it's a it's an interesting take, Tucker. Uh yeah. I'm um I'm not really sure entirely what the take was, but it sounds like worse with Vaughn and Odell. Sorry, I had to leave for a minute. But um yeah, why not? Don't fix what isn't broken. Your team's absolutely rolling, and then you're like, let's add some guys. You know what? It fucks up a locker room. It really does mess up a locker room when like. You're vibing and working together, and they're like, hey, uh, now you're fighting for your job again. 
Like, just like it, I think it brings it from like a back friendly, like we're all working together to like some guys are now like, oh shoot, how is this going to affect how much I play and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, kind of sucks. Um, all right. I have a take. So, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost again this weekend. Brady did not look, you know, great again this weekend. And something happened um, that happened last year um, and that I think is interesting, that I think is kind of showing a little bit of uh, cracks in the, in the Buccaneers, you know, uh, run for a, for a back-to-back championship. Bruce Arians called out Tom Brady publicly again after the game saying that both the interceptions were bad plays by Brady, blah, blah, blah. That may be true. You know, that may be how you see it. There In New England, there is a miserable coach, an absolute jerk who, you know, is mean to the press. But something Belichick doesn't ever do is blame his players. Um, he doesn't go out and blame his players. You know, he never blamed Brady for a loss. The only time he ever puts blame on anyone is himself and his staff. If you ask him what run wrong, he'll say, we got to play better. We certainly got to coach better. I got to coach better. And if they'll say, hey, Bill, why did why did this happen? He'll say, I missed it. It was it was my bad. So he he will. And there were stories of him and Brady where he would rip them apart in the film room. I'm fine with that. If you're going to rip a player apart, do it in the film room. Don't do it in front of the entire media so they can have a, pre- a storm about it. Um, this has led to some whispers around the league that maybe Brady and Arians aren't really seeing eye to eye. Um, Arians apparently is a bit of an egomaniac and he's upset with how much shine Brady's getting off their Super Bowl run and that he's not getting a lot of credit. Brady's upset because Arians wants to run this playbook that he doesn't want to run. And like I said, Arians is mad that Brady wants to run his playbook. So um, I'm just basically going to all tie this up and say that Bruce Arians is the worst head coach in the NFL. I mean, you are given so much talent and you're just going about it the wrong way. You're there for the he's there for the ride. He's not making any significant adage to the team. I mean, they're just stacking up talent and they're letting Brady run the show. And it worked for them. I'm not gonna say it didn't work, but Brady is the head coach of that team. Bruce Arians is useless. Absolutely useless. I'm can't say that I'm sad to see the whispers going around that maybe there's trouble in paradise. I wouldn't be surprised if after this next contract's up, what's he got? Like three years left, he would go somewhere else. I mean, he'll probably retire. But I wouldn't be surprised if he went somewhere else. Um, I think it's just I don't understand the mentality of this coach and how he thinks he can get any credit for what happened there. But I think he's the worst head coach in the NFL. So, Tucker, I bet you'll have a field day with this one. Um, yeah, I'm going to start off with uh, Belichick. That's I mean, that's an extreme. Like, Arians is a child in that way, where like he's like when something. Be- goes wrong, he's trying to explain why it isn't his fault. Belichick will fully allow the media to be like, oh, it's all Brady. I mean, it's all Belichick's fault. He's like, cool. I don't care. He's not going to play on the players. Brady doesn't have that same uh, thing where he will take account. I mean, Aries is not that same accountability. And then you have like a big head like Brady against you where he's going to get all the credit. You want to blame him for your losses because he gets the recognition for every win. That's the beauty of Belichick was that never bothered him. If they said it's all Brady, Belichick says, cool, I'm still winning Super Bowls. Uh, as for being the worst coach in the league, definitely not. 
he did just win a Super Bowl. Regardless of anything, there are probably 20 coaches in the NFL that have not even thought about sniffing a Super Bowl. So. I don't think he had anything to do with it, Tucker. I think he has 0% to do with it. Yeah, like, like there's coaches like Dan Campbell in the NFL <laughs> who every week just says, you know, I wasn't really prepared. That's that's what he says in his press conference. He's like, you know, I wasn't really prepared. And it's like, unless your one job was to be prepared. Um, so, you know, he's definitely not a bottom-tier coach in the NFL. Oh, I think he's absolutely. The only reason I said worse no. was to make it a waste of cake. I think he's absolutely a bottom-tier coach. I don't think so at all. He just, no. I mean, I don't think about how undisciplined that team is. They get, like, so many penalties. They're, like, one of the most disciplined teams in the NFL last year. No, I don't think so. I'll look it up. Um, Dylan, go ahead. Um... I don't know if you can say he's one of the worst. I just know he doesn't help himself with some of the things that he says. Um, are you just referring to his post-game uh, press conference? No, I think it's saying? everything. I think it's – I don't think he knows what he – I think without Brady, he would be lost. He would be absolutely lost. I think that team would not be good. I mean, look at look at the Jameis Winston. Now, Jameis Winston obviously isn't a great quarterback, but – if he was a good coach, they probably could have done something. The Saints have been decent with Jameis Winston because Sean Payton's a great head coach. It's not like they didn't have Godwin, Evans, O.J. Howard, who's a solid tight end. He's regressed a little bit, but, um, you know, they, they had a great defensive front, and they still sucked. Uh, yeah, it sounds to me, uh, just watching and, and listening to other shows, it's he doesn't seem like a offensive minded coach in, in, as many others are. And with Brady there, I, I mean, it just puts pressure off him, I guess. So I, I don't know if you could go as far as to say that it makes him one of the worst coaches, but um, he definitely hasn't proven himself, I think on his own. So it's kind of up in the air. So Tucker, you were right about last year. They were, um, the fourth, the fourth fewest this last year. Cam, I don't know where you're getting inf- information. I have them as the 26 most penalties. I'm looking at penalties the for game. fourth fewest penalties. Patriots are first, of course. Um, and then this year they're yeah. ranked 26. Well, they started off the last season real bad. Yeah, they did. Um, Bucks did. The Tom first Brady like five the, weeks, they were that was at the football party. He just doesn't have that same control he used to have when Bill Belichick was at the reins. But now Tom Brady is just a wreck, a wreck, and has ruined that team. <laughs> Cam. Okay, I was just gonna say they are tied for fourth. Fewest penalties this year. I don't believe that's not what my website said. Or or last year, sorry. Last year, yes. Last year, yes. I read the things wrong. Um, No, Bruce Arians isn't a great coach by any means. But like at like his history too, when he was with the Cardinals, who are you going to say carried that team? Like Carson Palmer. Um, 
um, Larry Fitzgerald, I guess, but they can't do everything. I'm not talking he, about he the, 10 years ago. I'm just get, I'm getting there. I'm saying <laughs> it just it doesn't just go away. Like overnight, you're just all of a sudden a bad coach. Yeah, he's got good talent on his team. Um, so maybe they should be better. Uh, I, I don't know. Tom Brady's like 50 years old. He's... I guess he's kind of handling some of the coaching, but at, at the same time, they're going to butt heads. And it probably makes his job as a coach harder. So I don't think he's the worst coach in the league. If anything, I think it's harder to be a coach with Tom Brady on your team. There's a take for you. Well, Belichick's <laughs> been the best head coach in the league for 20 years, and he had, he dealt with Brady for 19 of them. Yeah, but he groomed him going in going into a new, new place. The last... Four or five years, Brady was, I don't want to say insufferable, but a real dick at, uh, to the Patriots organization. He was pissed off right. and miserable. Right and they won Super Bowls. Voted the box. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I really, the thing is, like, I heard a report, too, that Brady wants to run one offense and Arians wants to not run another, and they're pissed at each other. And I guarantee you the one that's working is the Brady offense, not the Arians It's Arians funny offense. because I think we had this same conversation last year, and then they won the Super Bowl. So, And Bruce Arians like, basically said this is Tom Brady's offense last year. I think he's trying to take over. Well, ha- halfway through the season last year, that's what happened. Brady was like, all right, I'm done with this. Remember, right. they, were like, they were like 500. And Brady was like, all right, I'm done with this. We're running my thing. And then that's what Arians said. He's like, we're going to... We're gonna try. I now. think I think that was all well and good at first with Arians, and then now that literally all anybody talks about is Tom Brady down there, he's getting a little pissy. I think he's got a bit of an ego. I think that's one thing Bill d- has, but kind of keeps to himself his ego. I think Arians is just overall. I mean, this he is the second of, uh, time in two years that he has basically blamed Brady for a loss, and Belichick never did that in twenty years. So. I think I just think he's useless. I really do. I think he's useless. All right, uh, Tucker, take. Was it Rod? Rod Lou? Rod? Am I the only one left? Yes. Who's the Who's the uh, coach for the Cavs or the Heat or whatever his name? Tyron Lou. He's Tyron Lou. That That's guy. what he is. He's, he's Tyron Lou. Yeah. That's a better take, can't uh, Bill? I should have made that one. All right, um, yeah, so I have just circulated a take in my head right now. Probably going to lose worst take of the week again. Uh, I watched the Lions this week, and the way they played, they were absolutely doing everything in their power to lose that game. There was no chance in hell that was a team strategy of them trying to win. With two minutes left in the game, Steelers drive uh, in overtime. Steelers driving down the field. So there's no chance of them scoring, right? And there's like a minute ten left. Um, um, I saw them calling timeouts for the Steelers as they're driving down the field with a minute ten left and no timeouts. Um, and my only thought is the Lions only. Uh, signed Dan Campbell with the intent of going 0-17. (laughs) They want the number one pick. They hate Jared Goff. And there's like, you know what? 
just sign this absolute buffoon of a head coach, and we're just going to go 0-17 and get the number one pick in next year's draft. Okay, so I was on board with this until you said Derek Goff's stinks, which implies that they were going to take a quarterback with the number one pick, and this draft class sucks. Well, I think that was the plan originally. I, I don't – I think that they realized – I mean, Spencer Rattler was supposed to be super good, everyone said. Turns out he's a bum. So I just want to go back to a take that I had, which was meathead coaches outside of Mike Vrabel do not make good coaches in the NFL. I referenced Campbell. I referenced Sala, and they both stink. Two of the worst teams in the league. Obviously, it's their first year. Got to give them a little time to turn around, but they don't look at all any better than they were last year. If anything, they look worse in the Lions' case. Um, I don't think they they hired him with the intent of losing. I think that, like Cam said, they should just be wiped off the map. That team will never be good, no matter what talent they have. They've had they've had a generational wide receiver. They've had a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they've not been able to do anything. Um, but I certainly don't think they're tanking. They they hired him with the intention of getting the number one pick, which was going to be a DN. And I think they scout years in advance, so I think they would know, like, maybe this isn't the strongest quarterback class, so we don't need the first pick necessarily to get our next guy. So I, I, don't, I don't think that happened. Cameron? I, <clears throat> I like it. I've decided. That is all. <laughs> Dale? Um, I don't know if they hired him for the sole purpose of not winning a game, but it seems every it seems like the Lions are trying – they're like a, a, a science experiment. They're trying anything that has never been done before, potentially, to try and figure out a way to be slightly better. And they bring in a meathead. We're like, we're going we're gonna to try the meathead. We're gonna we're gonna try the meathead. It it, pro- it might not work. Usually it doesn't, but you never know. So we're gonna try the meathead, and then it, it's just not working. They might try. Um, I don't know. They gotta try something. <clears throat> they should try move into another state or something. <laughs> they should. Next. Detroit should ban teams. Great take from Cam. All right, let's move into some topics. Let's not bury the lead here, boys, because the New England Patriots are back in a big way. You know, I did it to myself again, got down on them early in the season. I tried not to, but I do. It's just the way my brain works. I had said five win- five game, uh, five wins at the end of the year a couple weeks back. Obviously, that was wrong. Um, I ha- But they are right where I expected them to be the beginning of the season. If you remember my prediction, it was 10 or 11 wins. They're right on track for 10 and 11 wins or and a uh, playoff berth. They looked fantastic against the Cleveland Browns, who I know people are ready to call them F-words. They're a good team. They're not, you know, a world beater. I see them in the same tier as the Chargers, where they're a good team, but they're not quite, you know, elite. Um, but damn, did they look good. The defense has really rounded into form. It really all comes back to using that four start first four games as a way to you know get the team worked out. They did that. They stunk in those first four games, and now they've been on a tear. Uh, the reason I was so against the four games thing this year was because we don't have Brady to back us up down the road. Um, but clearly, we don't need that right now. 
Mac had his best game of the season. Uh, the running backs are looking really good. I mean, it's all just looking great. So basically what the season is going to come down to is the two Bills games and the Titans game. The Titans game is big because you get to see yourself against a real elite opponent who I guess I now, I guess I'm going to try to jinx them again, just like I jinxed every other team I've called the best team in the AFC. But I think the Titans are the best team in the AFC right now. Um, you got to see how you measure up against that elite team. Plus they are well coached and Brable knows Belichick better than any other coach, I think. And then the Bills obviously um, try to at least steal one. And if you can get two, you're in the driver's seat for the division. So I think everything's going up Patriots. I fully expect them to push through the playoffs. I expect them to win a playoff game at this point. They are looking so, so good. I'm ready to say they're a top. Oh, Trey, let's not do this. I don't like this at this point. I'm ready to say they're a top top three team in the AFC right now. Stop. Stop this right now. Every team we've called good on this podcast has started sucking the next week. So uh, this is a fluke. We got lucky. Patriots should have lost this game. I have no faith in this team. Please, for the love of God, don't jinx this team by talking about how great they are. You absolutely. I'm not don't. saying they're great. I I I think that they're still they three in the AFC is not an average team. I think the league sucks this year. I think in in the you know if they were in the league if this team in 2019 would be in a different spot. I think the league sucks this year, partly because of COVID, partly because of the preseason being shortened. I think the league's not, not as good this year. And I, I think they are taking advantage of it. They loaded up on a, on a cap shortage when a lot of teams didn't have money. They loaded up, and now they're in a great position. I really could see them beating any of these teams, like I've been saying for the past three weeks. I can see any team in the AFC beating any other team. I really don't think it's 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 that much of a jinx to say they're they're good. I don't think it's that much of a jinx to say they're the top three in AFC. I mean, if they, they could still drop a game to um, the Bills or the Titans and walk out with a playoff berth. So I think they need to handle this, this Thursday night game, which I'm a little concerned about just because it's kind of a trap game. Also, it's a short week. Um, so I'm a little worried about it, but I, I'm not... I'm, I think you trying not to jinx them, Tucker, is... Worse than no, me. I've heard from multiple people. How? Why every time we talk about someone on this podcast, they end up sucking the next week? So no, I won't <laughs> talk about the Patriots. Um, Bill. Hello. Patriots. Yeah. Um. So three weeks ago, before the Chargers game, I said if the Pats find a way to go two and three in those next three weeks, then they have a very, very good shot in the playoffs. Um, they proceeded to win all three of the games, and now everybody is slating them as a playoff team. Um, that said, and like you said, Trey, the schedule here is really not that bad. We got the Bills twice, and then Titans and then the next best team, Falcon or Colts or Falcons, maybe. Um, Jaguars, Dolphins. So um, I put the Pats easily three and four at the minimum. And a very, very decent chance of going. Uh, I could see him going five and two. You know, I, so, I, I, yeah, I would lean there. So. I think it's somewhere in that spread is is my guess, and that puts them probably in the playoffs, at least in the hunt, and, and 
you know, even if they're... Um, I think 5-2 and two puts you directly into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Um, but th- no, I'm saying if they if they go uh, three and four, there's they could be in the hunt depending on, on other things. Um, but they're playing good, and I've said it every week. They're the team. I said it last week specifically. They're the only team I'm seeing that's considerably getting better. You know, like you you week by week, you. You watch the offense; they're getting better. The defense is playing better. You see a lot of other teams; they're they started out hot, now they're starting to tail off. And the best thing for a team to do is be playing their best at the end of the season. And I think the Patriots will continue to play better and just be at their best at that time. So, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for the rest of the season. I hate all of you. I've I mean, been saying I, this from the beginning, I, I, though. I want to bet money line Falcons right now because you guys are tinting us so hard. I have zero. Oh, no. Don't Tucker, be this. I, Tucker, I've been saying this since the beginning. I've been saying the same thing every week. Mac Jones is getting better. We're playing better. We're a decent team. We're going to win more games. And we're going to get better as the season goes on. I think it has more to do with just Trey being happy. Really just fucks me up. Tucker, don't worry. Every week, every week before games, I think they're going to lose. I literally, that first drive of the Browns, I was like, I cannot believe they're going to lose this game. (laughs) There's some words that came up. So don't worry. I will get down on them again, and they will prove me wrong again, like they do every year. I do do feel less confident for some reason in this game this week. I I feel really not confident about this game because it's a trap. It's a perfect trap game. Cameron. Camera. My mute button it sticks for like five seconds, so <clears throat> bear with me. I don't have much to say. I I mean I predicted nine and eight at the beginning of the season. I expected about this, maybe five and five at this point. Um at the end of the day, still have Belichick, best coach all time. Defense, you lost Gilmore, but your defense is still always pretty solid. You just got to put the pieces together. Offensively, um, Max just figuring it out, playing the playing the do enough to, to win. Obviously, last game he was dropping some dimes. I think that was the first time we saw his real deep slash precision. Um, so good for him. But the Browns are also a mess, so I wouldn't hang my hat too much on that game. Curious to see going forward. So I'm not in on like all the Twitter spheres saying, oh, my God, Patriots are back. Patriots are back. We run the AFC. The AFC goes through New England. I've had so many people that I've seen or said that, and I would hate that if I were you guys. Too. I'm not in that. I'm not in that boat either. It was a passion. I don't love it either. I really don't. I'll tell you what, though. Tucker, you want a jinx? I'll give you a jinx right now. This is starting to feel like 2001. Oh, why do you speak? New QB. Best. Unreal oh. defense. Great running game. <coughs> All we have to do is film some teams, and we're right back in 01. Could happen. Do, do you really, Tucker, do you think that there is no chance that they could win the Super Bowl this year? I, I won't say it out loud. I think they, they have a chance. I won't say they have a great chance. I think they have a chance. 
you know, there's a zero percent chance I'd say something like that out loud right now. I'm not, I'm not afraid to talk about it. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that coin, Tampa Bay. I touched on it. My ways to take a little bit, but two losses straight. <coughs> oh, I'm choking on crust. Two losses straight to two not great teams. Um, Brady's looked not great. I, like I said, there might be a little rift there between him and Arians. Uh, obviously, I mean, I'm I'm not ready to say that they're going to be cooked. I think they just they have just as good of a chance to repeat as you know, as they did at the beginning of the year. Um, but they do look a little out of sorts right now. But again, it's Tom Brady, and he has stretches in the season where he stinks, and then he has more fire to motivate him. But just want to get your guys' thoughts on if you think there's any trouble in Tampa Bay, if you think there's any any chance that that they could be falling apart down there, Tucker. Your boy Heineke uh, beat Brady this week. Yeah, I mean, Taylor Heineke is just born to be better than Tom Brady. And both of his performance against Tom Brady's outplayed him. Do I want to say he's better than Tom Brady? Absolutely. Yeah, I do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, trouble in Tampa. I don't think this team has it all together. I don't think – I just – I don't think they're that well organized or disciplined. Um yeah, it just doesn't feel like last year. I don't know. That's just my only thoughts on it. I think it feels exactly like last year. Do you remember when Brady didn't know the down last year? And then there was the other game where they got rocked by uh, the Saints, and then there was another game where the Chiefs absolutely blew their doors off. So I think it's exactly like last year. So that's why I'm not ready to say that they're going to fall apart. I think they're going to be right in it at the end. They'll, they'll be in the NFC Championship at least. Uh, Dill, any thoughts on Tampa? Uh, thoughts on Tampa? Um, I think they, you know, bearish. What's the what's the type of word? They are a team that just needs to score a lot of points to win. Their defense lets up a lot of points, and their offense has to be just gunslinging it. And if they don't, then they lose, and that falls on Brady. And Brady played ridiculous last year. Um, as we talked about, the last three-fourths of the season and into the playoffs, he played very good, and they scored a lot of points, and they were able to win games. When they don't score a lot of points, they lose games. They have – I mean, they're at the top of their uh, division right now, but they've let up the most points out of any other team – Decide well in their conference. The um, the AFC is a different story, um, but it, again, it comes down to Brady. And if Brady isn't playing well, throws a couple picks, they're going to probably lose. Their defense isn't good enough to back them up. So um, it's just to me, it comes down to uh, defense stepping up a little bit and how uh, how good can Brady still be consistently. Yeah, I think if you're head, if you're left to bet on Brady, I think you probably are going to be fine. But their secondary is really banged up, like really not looking good. Uh, Cam, are you back? Give him his five seconds to unmute. If they had a defense that was middle of the pack, even maybe top ten, top twelve, they'd be way better than they are. All right. 
So, I'm ready to throw out a little F word here. And I don't think it's going to get a lot of love, but it's something I put in the show because I wanted to talk about it. The Rams strike me as a little bit of an F word. Um, they looked not great recently. They lost to a, I don't know, I don't want to say bad, but certainly a not a good Niners team. They got their door blown off by the Titans. I don't know. It seems like they're kind of coming back to earth here. Obviously, Stafford's been, you know, great this year, but he's still got the little bit of the stink of Detroit on him. If you looked at the Titans game where he was in the end zone and was basically tackled and then he threw a pick. Um, and then the last game he was throwing picks. I mean, I'm just, I just want to put them on F word watch. I'm not ready to call them frauds. I still think they're a very good team, but I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl. I really don't. I think they're a little bit of the F words. I think when they get into it and they have to play either Green Bay or Tampa in the playoffs, they're not going to stand a chance. Um, just because I don't think they're built for it. And I think they're a little bit of the F words, but talk, do you think there's anything to that? Um, no, I wanted to see it, but this team, I mean, I like Sean McVay, I think is a big part of it. I think this team's well coached. I think that they have a lot of talented players. Um, I think there's going to be pains. I don't, I never thought this team is a team that was going to be flawless or, you know, go down the list and just not lose. But, uh, I think that there's going to be problems with this team, but they are exactly who I expected them to be, which is at the end of the day, good team. A solid NFL, I mean, a top five team, no doubt, but like, not like a, I don't, I never saw them as like a super team or anything like that. Well, they're built like one. Um, Dell, you've had a couple Rams takes recently. Any thoughts? Um, well, like I said earlier today, I think they're losing that sort of underdog. Maybe call it maybe not underdog. Well, I like the word underdog, but you guys don't like it. So maybe more like uh, um, got to prove yourself type of mentality. At least that's what I got out of Stafford. Um, at least excited to prove his worth on a new team. Um, I think they're getting away from from that, and it's becoming more expected out of them and it's uh you know we're only halfway through the year and it's how teams react to that sort of change in the dynamic um there's teams that can crumble after after that sort of shift and there's teams that can say you know what screw that and we're gonna go out and um i don't care about you know if we're looking a little bit worse and then they come out better on the other side and and you know, prove that they're, uh, they can take the weight on their shoulders, right? It's kind of like the, uh, the sophomore slump, you know? So some guys can handle it. Some guys can't, um, that, that second go around. So they got to find that in them. I think they do. I believe in Stafford. Um, but the additions, I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot with the additions. I think if, uh, they didn't, they wouldn't have to go through this process, but now they do. Okay, have any thoughts of the Rams being frauds at all? Just on fraud watch, I should say. <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Um, I think they just got to stop playing on Monday night. Because True. Those were two very, very bad games, poor performances. And 
I don't think Stafford was ready for it. Wasn't ready for a primetime game in either. I think the first one was in LA. No. Uh, uh, yes. Either way, big big time crowd. You're not in Detroit anymore. You're playing for a real team, um, and I think you just had to get used to that. And I think you will. Just a couple Monday night jitters. It was in LA. Mm-hmm. One was a, a divisional game. You're in the toughest division in football, regardless of you know the record. It's still definitely the most competitive, I would say. So I I don't think they should even be on front watch yet. They're gonna get the five seed, lock that in now. I think the Cardinals are pretty much got the top spot. So I I, I still have them as my as my Super Bowl champs. I'm not going going back on my word. Chiefs. I do not think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I really don't. Um, speaking of frauds, possible fraud bowl this week between. I'm not re- maybe not a fraud bowl. Maybe a, a prove it. Are you good? Let's see. Uh, are you tough? Let's see. Game. Um, Dallas, Kansas City. I actually don't we'll think see. Dallas is a fraud. Dylan, you were the one who kind of has, has spearheaded that argument. Obviously, you guys know my thoughts on KC. I think both these teams are legit. Um, unfortunately, I am forced to walk back my Kansas City take. Uh, I think they're going to round in a form here, and they're going to be in the playoffs, and they're going to be a, a good team. Um, I think Dallas has always been good. I don't think they're frauds. I think they had an off week, much like you guys are saying about the Rams, but I think the, the Dallas Cowboys are, are a really good team. I don't know if they'll win anything in the playoffs, but I think they're they're solid. So, um Dylan, do you see this as a, a fraud bowl, or are they are they good? Let's see, game. The Cowboys are going to lose this game, and I'm pretty pretty certain on that. Um, I don't know why. I'm just I'm just feeling that confident in it. Um, Put some money on it. The Chiefs are on the up, in my opinion. Um, they had a lull, but they're going to come back. Um, the Cowboys are just woefully inconsistent, and it's really frustrating to watch. Um, they play good teams uh, good, and they play bad teams not good. It's just weird. And it, um, even though they've, what's their record, like 6-2 and two or something? Yeah. I think they're 7-2. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's still weird. Like, um, I was just watching the Broncos game. It was just, it was embarrassing to watch. Like, I, I just <laughs> The, nobody could play that day. Um, so I just, I feel like they're inconsistent, even though their record has them 7-2. and two. I have them losing this game against the Chiefs. Um, uh, you're correct, Dylan. You're correct. The Cowboys are the most inconsistent team in the past 15, <laughs> yeah. 15 years. And the record doesn't matter because the Cowboys have the ability to be the best team in the league one week and then the ability to be the worst team in the league the next. And we've seen that. Despite the record, they have more ups than downs. But when it gets to the playoffs, they don't have the ability to win four games in a row against good teams. I totally that, no, they really don't. They're too inconsistent. And whether it's they're just not on the same page or I don't know what it is, but they don't have the ability to win four games in a row against good teams. Maybe two. Maybe they'll get to an NFC championship one day. But you won't see the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Tucker, you said the Patriots are the only team in the AFC moving upwards. You don't see that out of the Chiefs? 
I oh, didn't I, say I, that. I, I said that. Oh, Dylan said that. But I do see the, I do see the Chiefs on the up after the past couple of weeks. But I still they're still not playing great. Um, it, so it's different because again the, the Patriots have this sort of uh, going to use again they kind of have that sort of underdog mentality, right? So them improving, there's no pressure on their shoulders for them to get better. In the case of the of the Chiefs, they're underperforming, and there is pressure for them to be even better than they are now even though they just won the past two weeks. So it's a little bit different. Tucker, do you think there's any any uh, are-you-good-yet games or, or what here in, in this, this Dallas-Kansas City matchup? Um, yeah, I think this is going to be – honestly, I think Kansas City is going to dog walk them. I, I don't think this will be a close game. I, I genuinely don't think – I mean, you have to remember, yes, um, Diggs has been incredible this year. This secondary isn't very good. And I think uh, Pat Mahomes will field day with it. I think that Diggs is a good, really good ball hawk. I'm not sure how good is he. I'm going to say I don't think he's that great of a cornerback. I think he's a ball hawk. He's a guy that gets picks on picks. But in terms of, I mean, he also gets beat in coverage. And guess who he's going up against this week? Tyreek Hill. Like, Tyreek Hill is a guy that will absolutely destroy you if you're just trying to go for picks. Like, he's going to try to undercut a route. He's just going to get double moved for a touchdown. Um, I just think that this is not the team I want to mess with, um, especially if I'm the Cowboys. I mean, this isn't a get-right game. This is nothing like that. I think probably Chiefs by 20-plus. Um. All right, let's uh, let's just let's move on to list, guys. I don't know if you guys knew, but we're doing holidays. Um, couldn't come up with anything. We got Thanksgiving around the corner. It's the holiday season, as they say. So we will uh, let holidays rip here. So I'll give you a second to kind of come up with your list. I'm having real trouble with mine. Um, if anyone wants to go first. I'm sorry, what's the list? Holidays. Oh, I need two minutes. Oh, Jesus. Um, um, I'm thinking of five holidays right now. It's not easy. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm thinking. I've got three. Oh, I've got five. Okay. Um... All right, I've got five. I'll go. Are these federal holidays or just like your birthday count? Or birthday doesn't count. Birthday no, don't count. Birthday's birthday is not a holiday. Count? Your birthday is not a holiday. No. Sorry to sorry to break your bubble cam, but your birthday is not a holiday. Yeah, no, no one else is celebrating your birthday but you. <laughs> well, you're typing it in it, number two. <laughs> All right, I've got my number five. Uh, my number five is going to be New Year's. Uh, it's kind of come on lately as a, as a great one for me, obviously, with the, you know, how I've uh, I've become older and able to drink. But um, always fun to get together to, with a New Year's party. Uh, as a kid, staying up late was always cool, uh, watching the show on TV. Um, 
I've had some great uh, New Year's memories uh, as a kid. And then as I've got older, Tucker, we had that great New Year's in uh, California, which was weird because we were three hours later. Um, but like, I had a tough night. 2020, yeah, you did. 2020, uh, before the world shut down, I went out with Cam and some other friends in Boston. We had a great time, almost got in a fight. Uh, I think Cam bought a bottle of champagne, which was nuts. But um, yeah, New Year's for, is number five for me. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go. I got a question real quick. Go ahead. Yo. Super, Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. Nope, not a holiday. Honorary holiday. Number number five for me is also New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, to be more precise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eve, yeah, New Year's I, Eve. I figured that's what you meant. Yeah. Um, same deal. Um, that's exciting. You get to turn the page. It's always a little bit. It's a different day. It's got a different feel to it. Um, and you know, you just drink and have a good time. So New Year's Eve, number five. Who's next? Uh, I'll go. Uh, my number five is Halloween. Uh, not a huge Halloween guy, but it's always a fun time, uh, party. I've worn like, the same costume for four years. I'm not gonna lie. I bought a hot, I bought a kangaroo suit like four years ago. Just wear that everywhere. It works every single year. It's a different costume. No one else is a kangaroo. It's great. Uh, but yeah, Halloween, much better ho- holiday as a kid. I kind of base it off of my favorite holidays now versus as a kid. It was much different. Halloween probably be higher up on this list. But, yeah, Halloween has my uh, number four. Cameron? Five. I also love Halloween as my number five. Um, kind of the same thing. Definitely, not definitely more fun as a kid, but I was more involved as a kid. Now it's just fun because you go, you go to that one party every year. Everybody's dressed up all ludicrous and such. In college, it was fun. Um, the girls were always dressed appropriately, and it was a, it was a great time. And um, yeah, now it's you know you're not going trick or treating or anything. Probably not eating any candy. But I know this Halloween, I went out to a, uh, a nice hotel in in Miami that we're having. They were having a concert party type deal, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Another good drinking holiday. Uh, my number four is going to be Halloween, to just keep this rolling. Uh, I love Halloween. I love fall. I love the entire month of October. Um, I'm a really a big scaredy cat, so I'm easily scared, and it's one of the times of years. I don't know why, but I, I, I enjoy it when I get so scared about stuff. Like, I don't like doing haunted house and stuff like that. Um, love dressing up as a kid. Uh, love Halloween movies. Um, love getting some candy, you know. Great drinking holiday, too, like I said. So, Halloween's my number four. Bill? Uh, also, Halloween is my number four. Wow, look at that. The sweep. Um, you guys copy each other's list? So, so, I mean, again, same same type of deal. Uh, always a good drinking holiday. You know, just bringing me back to the college days. As a kid, didn't love Halloween. So dressing up was not like I, it was fun and the candy was cool, but I I feel like I got more excited for it as the years went on. Um, yeah, good drinking holiday. Uh, Tucker. Uh, my number four is New Year's. Switch that with you. Um, 
New Year's, I like more as an adult than I did as a kid, which is one of the few holidays I can say that for. Uh, just fun, you know, you hang out with people, you count down till midnight, it's just a big party with your friends. Uh, huge fan. So, New Year's, my number four. Cameron. Well, Tucker, you said that they were copying each other's lists. I also have New Year's as my wow. number four. So New Year's Eve, like Dylan said, to be specific, but also into New Year's Day, which is the actual holiday and the new year, um, because after midnight, you guys are obviously still enough, still awake after your smooch. So um, <clears throat> I got New Year's number four and definitely something I like more as an adult. Great drinking holiday, as some might say. And... Even as a kid, though, it was one of those things that, you know, mom would let you stay up till midnight, have a glass of uh, spikling, sparkling. Oh, fire, dude. Fire. Yeah, sparkling cider had me all sorts of messed up. <laughs> you know, I had this big slow uh, New Year's Eve before. Uh, Tucker, who's your New Year's smooch going to be this year, dude? Uh, Jill. Call into the call into the podcast and uh, for, for to take Tucker out on a date. We still need to do uh, a yeah. bachelor, a podcast bachelor. Um, podcast bachelor, it's just me. Perfect. <laughs> it was just oh, me really? when we started this podcast. Um, oh, yeah. really ridiculous. My number three is probably going to get hate. It is Christmas. Christmas is my number three. Christmas is a little overrated. I hate to say it, it's a little overrated. I do like the Christmas season. You know, it does feel magical around that time of year, especially like in New York. Christmas in New York is awesome. Christmas everywhere else is okay. It's it's fun. It's nice. It's good to be with family. It's nice to give and receive gifts. Um, you know, loved it when I was a kid. Santa, a big believer in Santa for a long time, even though Tucker turned me off of Santa um, when we were like, you anything about Santa. You no, did. No, you did when we were like six years no, old. No, yep. no, 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 no. I knew from so early on. I know when you told I me, know. and I didn't believe you. No. So. No, I will not take the blame for this. This is absolutely. I didn't believe you. It, you didn't do anything to me. I just didn't believe you. I was like, he's lying. He doesn't know. He doesn't believe in the magic. Um, but no, I, I am just. I, I did not. I won't take the blame for this. <laughs> um, but Christmas is 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 a great holiday. Um, but it's a little lower on my list. It's not my favorite. Number three. Uh, Dylan. Um. Number three for me, I'm going with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving number three for me. Um, straying away from uh, Trey. Uh, Thanksgiving's cool. Um, for me personally, um, it was always like uh, we hang out at my parents' house. And we have about three other people over and we eat at about three o'clock and we're the type of family that just scarfs down our food. So the food's gone at about three thirty, and, and it's over. So there's not really much to it. Um, it's just that 30 minute of stuffing, uh, that I enjoy. Tucker. Also a great drinking holiday. Yes. Uh, number three for me is also Christmas. I do believe it's now overrated. Again, another holiday. When I was younger, it'd be higher on my list. Uh, Trey, I did not ruin Christmas for you. Never throw that off. I didn't Again, say I you ruined it. it. I said you tried to ruin it. It wasn't me. 
it wasn't me. Maybe it was your brother. I refused to take the blame for this. I found out about Christmas, uh, about Santa in second grade. I went to my mom, like, Mommy, Mommy, someone at school said Santa's not real. And she's like, you want to know the truth? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, they're right. And I was like, oh, cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, was not me, Trey. Do not ever put that on me again. Um, Maybe it was never snitched, never snitched on Santa. Uh, but, yeah, it was a fun holiday as a kid. But now, like, now it's just like I got to think about when we get, like, my parents for Christmas and stuff about things that, like, Oh, it's, it's just, too commercialized. Like, yeah, it really is. Um, Cameron, three. Number three, I got Thanksgiving. <clears throat> now, the big reason why it's at three and not two or one, like I assume it's going to be at for you, Trey and Tucker, is because I don't really like Thanksgiving food. If you make the turkey right, it's good, but I've had a bad experience with dry turkeys in my lifetime. Grandma was a little too old trying to cook it <laughs> back in the day. And then the only other food I'll eat is, like, bread. Like, that's it. Sometimes we'll have corn or, like, ham. Nothing else. I hate stuffing. I hate cranberry. I hate mashed potatoes. I hate – it's just not my, not my thing. I respect it if it is your thing. Biggest reason why I do like it, though – is every year for Thanksgiving growing up, we would go to uh, Orlando, try out the hot tub. Um, Shout out. Years, it's low-key um, at the hot tub. And it was just like uh, get to see family. And we actually went last year, and the whole family met up again in Orlando. It was just like old times. Brings the family together. A lot of fun. Great drinking holiday. Cam's Florida trips are a movie. A movie. Um, my number two is the 4th of goddamn July. There is... 4th of July is such a great holiday. It's just a time to be unapologetically American. It, you know, a lot of people hate on this country. Whatever you want to think, you can think that. But we really are blessed to live here. And there's nothing I like more than dressing up in red, white, and blue, grabbing a flag, waving around. Another great drinking holiday on this list. The only drinking holiday that's... The only holiday that's not a drinking holiday on my list is Christmas, um, but Fourth of July. Okay. I mean, for the for the past few years, I you know for probably <laughs> well it can be, but um, for the past uh, you know seven years or so, I've just been going out with my friends on the Fourth of July, just doing the day drink, doing a big party at night, fireworks. I mean, everything, good music. Uh, it, it's everything that, you know, makes being an American, you know, great. So love the 4th of July. Easy number two here for, for me. Uh, Tuck? Uh, number two is also the 4th of July for me. Yep. Uh, unapologetically American holiday. It's the best part of Dylan. Dylan. Oh, Dylan. Sorry, Dylan. Uh, just go after Tuck. Yeah. So uh, it's just unapologetically American. It's just drinking with the boys. It's having a good time. Uh, it's just a great holiday. I mean, it's, again, like in the current era, it's the one day a year where you can just be unapologetically American. It's an absolute blast. You can publicly say that the U.S. is better than everywhere else and people can't really get that mad at you for it. Um, go ahead, Dale. Sorry about that. 
Uh, number two for me is also the 4th of July. Um, all the same reasons, at least for me, it's hanging out with friends, usually back home, uh, just hanging out in the sun, dressed up in red, white, and blue, making, uh, reenacting pictures of <laughs> times past, uh, drinking plenty of, uh, adult beverages, um, and just having a good time. Uh, it's one of those holidays where, uh, you don't have to slop around with family sometimes, you know, you just gotta just hang out with your friends. Great <laughs> parades. I mean, so, the, the, the so. rain that took place on this year's 4th of July was such a downer though. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I'm always looking forward to, to the 4th of July, middle of summer. It's a good time. Cameron. All right. Can I make it a unanimous number two for the 4th of July? No. I can't. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. 4th of July, number two is the correct answer. Um, you guys pretty much covered it. I mean, you're dressed out up in whatever red, white, and blue you can find. For me, 4th of July is Lee Greenwood on repeat all day, all day long. <laughs> The Star Spangled Banner and Lee Greenwood are the only songs that play. Star Spangled Banner kind of gets old. Lee Greenwood. It uh, does? Oh. Why not? I'm sorry. Bringing it back. God bless. Bringing it all the way back. That had to like episode six. We're ever going to get old. Like no, that was, list, list, that was a list, right. guys. That was in July. That was this past July. Yeah, I know, but that, that uh, maybe around like 60. 70. Maybe. Um, okay, my number one. It's not. It's. It is the best American song, Tucker. I don't want to get this argument. This is what the fourth of the Spar Spangled Banner debate. No, Yes, we had American songs, and Tucker left the Spar Spangled Banner off his list, and we all had it at number one. Not that great of a song. If it was this, if it was Party in the USA. America, if, America, if America didn't have it, be like, yo, this song's our song now. You guys would never. It wasn't the best song, Tucker. It was the most American, best American song. Do you, you find that American song? Like, <laughs> it's just, it was released around the 4th of July panel. It's not on that list. I'm okay. We're, we're off topic. My number one is Thanksgiving. I can understand why it's not your guys' number one. Uh, Dylan Cam, but my family, as Tucker can attest to, too, we do it big. Uh, it's really about the three F's on Thanksgiving, which are three of the best things in the world: food, family, and football. Um, football is obviously my favorite sport. I love my family very much, and the food is always very, very good. We do Thanksgiving with like forty people last year because of COVID. We didn't, which just depressed me. Also, Thanksgiving Eve, if it was an actual holiday, probably would have been number one. Just the night when you go out to the bar and literally everybody you ever knew from high school is there. Um, people you never expect to see again are, is there. Uh, getting boozy with it. Uh, great drinking holiday. I, our family makes great food. We make like two to three turkeys to feed everybody. Um, we pile in, We used to pile into the Heritage, which was the coolest thing ever. Just shut down the bar and have everybody there. Play touch football in the morning. I run up the score just to remind everyone who the football player is in the family. And, uh, yeah, 
Cam sometimes comes through, drops, drops me some dimes. We all just, we kind of just stunt on my family. They probably don't want me to come to dinner afterwards, but yeah, no, Thanksgiving's great. My favorite holiday. Very much looking forward to next week. Um, also, Black Friday, great shopping. Used to have the Black Friday Bowl. Probably not happening this year, but all around, just a great time. Love Thanksgiving. Dill, number number one. Uh, number one for me is Christmas. Um, even as, like you guys have mentioned, it's it's it doesn't have the same uh, pizzazz as it once did when you were a kid, but I enjoy it more for um, hanging around uh, my family. Um, and I enjoy buying gifts for the people. So, and seeing them get excited, you know, opening up a gift. Uh, so I enjoy that. And I, I like the, the decorations of Christmas probably the most out of any other holiday, uh, getting the house looking all nice and cozy. Nothing's better to me than at least let me phrase it differently. It would be weird to have Christmas somewhere where it's not cold. Yes. Um, so if I, so if I ever move, I'll probably, that list will probably change and Christmas will go down because it just wouldn't seem right. Um, and I probably wouldn't like it as much. Uh, but yeah, Christmas is great. You know, waking up in the morning, getting some hot cocoa or whatever, uh, opening up some presents. It's a good time. Uh, also a good drinking holiday. Tucker number one. Uh, yeah, no, it's an obvious number one. It's Thanksgiving. Sorry, your guys' family is not just fun. Um, no, that's 100% true. Uh, yeah, but Thanksgiving <laughs> is just the best holiday ever. I mean, it's food, family, football, and I was trying to think of an alcohol that starts with the letter F. Fireball. So, and fireball. Awesome. Uh, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is just the absolute best day. It's I look forward to it all year. Like it's uh it's the best week of the year, it's the best day of the year. Thanksgiving Eve's the best day of the year. Like I get I get depression off Black Friday because it's like fuck. Another three hundred and sixty four days till next Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's just one of those holidays where I am always excited for it. Shout out, shout out, screw your neighbor too. We play cards in, in my yeah, house for big money. Great too. Big money at our play at, at our family's Thanksgiving. Uh, Cam, number one. Christmas. Number one, we're going Christmas. Now, I do understand what you were saying. If you lived somewhere warm, it wouldn't be your favorite anymore. That being said, it's the reason why it's my favorite is because the one time here I go home and. As much as I love living down here, it is a completely different aura when you're home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Shout out the song. And um, get to see snow if you're lucky. I'll be out there for a few days this year. But uh, I'll be dreaming of a white Christmas. Another song. And, um, yeah, I, I get presents. That's always a great part. Uh, the food is better than Thanksgiving. Wrong. So wrong. Yep. You get a nice roast, you get a Christmas ham, and sometimes we do, I mean, we've done crazy stuff for Christmas, but it's not the traditional, uh, you can mix it up and you won't get judged for it, you don't have to have this typical typical turkey stuffing, whatever, um, and then once again, you get, you get to see the family, uh, go to a lot of different Christmas parties, 
get to see everybody. Everybody's giving you gifts. Everybody's giving you money. Get to see us, and, Cam. Uh, get to do some in studio. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, there's always that one episode we, we try to get done when, when I'm, I have to, to be home. And, and uh, it's a great, great drinking holiday. The Wasties coming up. Got to start planning for that. Um, More episodes, yeah. All right. Bye. So that is Wasted Takes. Tucker, saltines? Maybe. Probably. All right. We'll see if Tucker does his punishment. He's out of the money anyways. He will not defend his crown this year. Um, but that's Wasted Takes episode 98. Um, check us out on our socials. Um, we will see you next week. Bye.